Hello my friends, this is the first episode of Matt Loves Cameras where there is no theme music and that is because this is not an episode of Matt Loves Cameras. This is actually the audio part of the first episode of the Analog Hour, which is the new joint production between Lucy Lumen and myself, where we get together once a month and we talk about all things film photography, all things analog photography. So some of you may have seen this last week on YouTube. It's gone down really well, actually. A lot of people have really enjoyed the format, really enjoyed the chat, uh, which is good because, you know, sometimes I go off track and uh, I talk nonsense. Uh, But no, it's been received really well. So Lucy and I, are hoping to do the analog hour once a month and it will go out on Lucy Lumen's uh, YouTube channel first and then we're, we're deciding to rip the audio of it and put it on Matt Love's camera's podcast feed for those who'd rather listen to it as a podcast. Now, when we recorded the first episode of the Analog Hour, we never envisaged that it would actually go out as a podcast. So there's a few sort of visual references we make, you know, we're holding things up to the screen uh, for the video. So please uh, accept my apologies for those. We'll try and be more mindful of that in the future. So it'll work as either a podcast or as a video. Uh, But definitely try and check out the video as well if you can. Um, Lux, Lucy's partner, did a fantastic job. Uh, It looks really great. It's got some nice branding around it. And the video sort of pans back between uh, myself and Lucy. So it looks so cool. Of course, Lucy needs no introduction to listeners of Matt Loves Cameras. She's appeared on the podcast maybe three times. And of course, I'm sure many of you follow her Lucy Lumens podcast adventures and Lucy Lumens analog adventures on YouTube. So let's crack on into it. Here we go. Hello, welcome to the pilot episode of the Analog Hour with Matt and Lucy. I have Matt Murray of Matt Loves Cameras here with me today. I'm super excited. We've been planning this for a little while now and it's finally um, happening. How are you feeling, Matt? I'm very well, thanks, Lucy. How are you on this beautiful Monday? I'm pretty good. Yeah, it's quite cold in the studio, so uh, I'm wrapped up here. We've got some yeah cold weather in Queensland at the moment, haven't we? Well, for us, anytime it goes, anytime it goes beyond beyond twenty degrees Celsius, below twenty degrees, it's uh, officially freezing. So we need to rug up here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, Well, I'm really excited. We've got a lot on the agenda today, and we're going to try and keep it to an hour, which is a real challenge for us because we both love to talk. So let's see how we go. Um, So I want to start off with uh, discussing what we've both been shooting lately. So what have Mm. you What have you been shooting, Matt? Well, this weekend was a bit quiet. So I'll, I'll tell you about last weekend. Last mm. weekend, I got out there with the new Cine Still 400D film. Oh, yes. And it, it just arrived from California. So it was very exciting. I had so one role in my Fujifilm Class S. I shot a box speed. Mm-hmm. And I had another role I put in my Natura. The Natura, you can't set the film speed manually. So I put a ISO 1600 mm. sticker on it. And I shot that at ISO 1600, so it's two stops underexposed. And then I asked my lab, Ikigai Film Lab down there in Melbourne, to push it two stops. And uh, yeah, the the results look fantastic. It's a really interesting film. There's quite a lot of collation on it in the daylight. Uh, Some of the shots at box speed, my kids looked a bit overexposed and a bit bright, so I'll have to be wary of that for next time. But the pushed shots, I've just done two videos uh, one about the, the box speed roll and one about the push two stops roll. And the, the ones that were pushed in the Natura look absolutely fantastic. I just love them. Oh. So, yeah, I, I sent three rolls down last week, those two rolls, and I shot another roll of uh, Adux Color Mission in mm-hmm. my Contax T3. Yeah. 
And then this weekend, I'm just trying to find my props here. This weekend, when I, I saw you yesterday briefly. Yes, and, um, we saw each other very briefly. Yep. I only had one camera. I left the house with one camera. So I, I left the house with this little one. It's sure shot, Canon sure shot. Uh, so that's a little cute little camera because we went yeah, to SeaWorld on the Gold yep. Coast. And I, I just wanted a camera I could fit in my pocket. And so I, did, yeah. I only took about three or four shots yesterday. So not really a busy weekend uh, compared to last weekend with the Cine still. What about you? Yeah, yeah. We've had a pretty quiet weekend shooting-wise because we've been busy with um, like more sort of content stuff. Mm. Um, but I have in the last few weeks shot um, – I shot a roll of Fuji C200 in that Canon XL that I have. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I think I've sent you – yeah, that real big, big, chunky mm. uh, point and shoot. I've shot a few rolls before it uh, through it before and they looked – really like so good so I just wanted to get like you know a range of different photos so I can do an episode on it to you know show it tested in different environments mm. so yeah shot that um so there'll be a video coming soon on that of course awesome um it's such an interesting camera it's so cool uh and I also shot some portrait 800 which mm-hmm. I think is the first role for me I don't think I've ever shot that um film before Lux yeah. shot some portraits of me on it on New Year's Eve and they came out really cool so we ended up buying a brick of it and wow. yeah, yeah, which wasn't cheap, but. <laughs> well, there was once upon a time when I wouldn't buy Kodak Portrait 800 because it was quite expensive, but then Lomo 800 was the go-to stock for 800 film shooters, but then yep. Lomo increased their prices quite substantially with that. Mm-hmm. And so it got to a stage where it doesn't actually matter now in price-wise, Lomo 800 or Portrait 800. Or portrait, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I do really like it. Um, and I've never shot Lomo 800 either. So, mm. um, but yeah, I'm excited to see those. And Lux also shot some portrait 800 through his new Leica that I got mm-hmm. him for his birthday wow. that he's extremely happy with. Yep. Uh, like a R, is it R4S? It's so bad. I don't even remember. Um, and he's got his Leica lens on it that he got for like nice. super cheap on Marketplace. Uh, yep. So, yeah, so he'll. Be excited to see the results from those there also at Ikigai. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much um, that's pretty much it really. I think there was a few other roles I sent off that were like Pro Image 100 yep. that I shot in Palm Beach. But I think I told you um, already on Instagram that uh, I thought it was going to be a really sunny day. So I was like Pro mm-hmm. Image 100 will be fine. And it just was like concrete skies, Yeah, like really grim day. And I was in Palm Beach shooting all these like, um, retro uh, buildings. This was, um, I think it was last Monday. Oh, right. Sure, sure. So I had yeah, the morning right. to myself, mm. you know, you know, when you get those like rare few yeah, hours and you're yeah. out with like, and you've got cameras loaded up with film and you're ready to yeah. go. And it was just like such a grim day. So I was so annoyed, but I thought I'm just going to do it anyway. Yeah. And just, you know, whatever happens, at least I got to shoot. Mm. Um, and I got lots of cool shots of like because um, a lot of the buildings are being knocked down there now that have like the old signs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like they're similar to what we shot in our video, like that kind yeah, of area curious. for mm. our like overseas listeners. But yeah, so um, so yeah, excited to get those back from um, from Ikigai. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Haven't really shot this weekend, but I feel mm. like we had shot a lot. So kind yeah. of ha- happened in bulk. So yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Actually, the um, only, I'm just thinking the only other f- shots I did this weekend were – I've got a um I got a pol- I got four Polaroids up here and I always forget which film I have in each. So I mm-hmm. shot a film I shot one of my son yesterday with his crazy hair. Uh, it's one uh, and oh, I thought, oh, cute. I've got round frames in there. So I think I hopefully I made a note on that camera. I put a little post-it there at the back to which film I have in there because I'm always forgetting which which film I have in my uh, Polaroid cameras. Yes, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, um it's easy to I if I shoot Polaroid I tend to leave it in there. 
for a while because mm-hmm. I sort of wait for something that's Polaroid worthy. Worthy. Because it's so <laughs> expensive. So, yeah. yeah. Well, this we, film is kind yeah. of, this was fresh from the factory, but it's kind of getting a bit of a pacification on it now. So I think I feel like I've just got to shoot the rest of that roll and, and then yeah. put a fresh one in from the fridge, I think. Definitely. You don't want to leave it in there for too long, for mm. sure. Yeah, awesome. Love the the round frame. That's cool. Mm. Um, cool. So what have you bought, sold, or borrowed? Well, I sold a nice little point and shoot the other day to a lovely young lady, so that was cool. Awesome. And, um, yeah, she was, she'd was she shot with film before. I think she'd lost her camera, and then she bought one off me, and I just showed her a little bit about it in case she didn't know the model. Uh, so that yeah. was good. That was a little bit of money coming in. But then the other night – it was on June the 1st. Orwo actually opened up their online shop for their new color yes. cinema film, yep. Orwo NC500. So I was very excited for that. Uh, it was actually all throughout June the 1st, I'd sort of been going on at lunchtime after work and just refreshing the page. Is it up for sale yet? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I think we were watching Stranger Things that night and it was about 11 o'clock. I was really tired and I went, I'm about to go to bed. And I just thought, I better check. And, of course, they had the film up for sale. And I sort of sat there like a zombie. I was so tired. But I sort of sat there for about 20 minutes fiddling with how many rolls of film I had in my cart. The shipping from Orwo in Germany to Australia is like 31 euros. So Mm. if you do one roll or 100 rolls, it's 31 euros. So it doesn't make sense to order small quantities. So in the end, I was like, how many do I order? Do I order 20? Do I order 30? Do I order 50? Then I worked out that 50 50 rolls of film at 15 euros is 650 euros, which must be close to a 1,000 Australian dollars. Oh, my God, Matthew. I don't don't really want to spend that much. (laughs) So I I ordered 20 rolls thinking, well, Probably want about ten for myself, and I'll see if I can um, shift the rest. I think I, I think I let Ryan Park know. Ryan's very interested. Uh, he's yep. got a YouTube channel, and he's yes, very he interested, does. perhaps yep. in uh, buying some off me. Uh, so yeah, I'll see who else. If I can't, I can't sell them. I'll, I'll, I'll put them up on a Facebook group or something and try and flog them that way. Oh yeah, I'm sure that you'll have no trouble. People are so desperate for yeah. film, and then a, a new film as well. New it's film. Like, oh my god, yeah, it is be- a little bit. A little bit expensive though, 15 mm. euros a roll. Like Adox Color Mission here was only 10 euros a roll and that's yeah. a really nice film. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. 15 euros, uh, you know, look, I mean, you know, Orwo, it's the first color Orwo film for 50 years more or less. Yeah. So um, I don't want to begrudge them. You know, obviously they need to make money and put it back in R&D. So if that's the, yeah. that's the cost, that's the cost. Yeah. Um, and the only other thing I bought now. You can mm, edit a cough uh, out. That's okay. It's a little bit, it's a little bit froggy. <laughs> which is funny. Sorry, I just had a moment there where I was a bit froggy in my throat, which is funny because the next one of the next cameras I've got to show you here. Mm. It's not easy being green. <gasps> oh Kermit, my the frog god, camera. Kermit the frog camera! If you watch my YouTube so channel cool. so far, you'll know that I love my Contax T3, my Fujifilm Class S, my Fujifilm Natura. But yep. the other side of me is the the side of me that loves these toy cameras. <laughs> okay, now a toy camera is not just one that has like a, a cartoon character or a funny character mm. on it for kids. Mm. It can be any any sort of camera that has very limited way to change the the shutter speed of the aperture. Usually toy cameras have, you know, fixed shutter speed, fixed yep. aperture. Yep. So, you know, a Holger is a toy camera, uh, you know, a, a Vivitar, those Vivitar plastic pano cameras are, are toy cameras, Ansco Pix are toy cameras. So I love these cameras. I've got this uh, Kermit one here I'll be featuring soon on my channel. I've also got this, this is one of my favorite cameras of all time. It cost me $2 
uh, on Facebook Marketplace. It's the oh, robot wow. three a, lens camera. That's like so cheap. Two dollars. It's so $2. like such a cool I know. little camera. It's almost yeah. like why would you bother listing something on Facebook for two dollars? Yes, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? What's up with the bother? When people have something up for like a dollar or even five dollars, I'm like, oh, is it even worth it? Like yeah, messaging people it. for that? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I'm glad they did because that's really cool. Very so cool. I do I do love toy cameras and the other day I think I saw a, a Facebook post I think it was by I can't remember the name but it was an Instagram account I think it's like Yorkshire camera or West Yorkshire camera I'm not sure but they feature really cool cameras on their Instagram page and they had mm. a, a pingu looking camera of course pingo is the uh, pingu is the the penguin newt newt you know yes I remember around. as a child yes the, the, when I was the a, show yeah he came out when I was a teenager and I remember watching it like after school high school and uni and thinking like what what language are they speaking you know because uh, ABC here in Australia used to feature before SBS came along. They used to feature foreign language yep. sort of stuff quite often. But I remember watching it, going, "What? What are they talking? Are they talking Icelandic or something?" In the end, I've actually done some research, Lucy, and it, they're actually talking Penguinese. Oh, they actually talk peng- peng- Penguinese. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what Pingu talks. He talks Penguinese. So <laughs> that is Penguinese. So I saw this penguin camera. And I actually went on eBay uh, and I found one in the UK. Now it's actually, a, it's not really a Pingu camera. It's actually, it's called something like Pingo. It's like a complete rip off basically. It's not Pingu, Pingo. Oh, so okay. I did buy the Ping, Pingo camera, the penguin camera. So, um, and the gentleman assured me that it's winding on and firing. And uh, so, yeah, the, the postage was a bit, usually from the UK, like you would not pay more than 20 pounds to ship a camera from the UK to Australia. Like if it's a small compact camera, toy camera, point and shoot, 20 pounds is the absolute maximum, somewhere between, you know, 12 and 20 pounds usually. The postage on this was 38 pounds. So I had to message the guy and say, hey, you know, why is the postage 38 pounds? Yeah, In that's the, a lot. Yeah, a lot. I think it was like he'd done it automatically and eBay just put set the figure. Yeah. So yeah. in the end, he he relisted it. And the postage was twenty pounds. The camera was twenty five pounds. Completely paying over the odds here, but we've got a good exchange rate against the pound at the moment. And I thought, well, you know, why the hell not? Why not? Why and not? You yeah. only live once. Yes, you only live once. Get that pingu pingo camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's bringing back lots of memories for me. And like the way they the way they talk, um, yeah, peng- penguinese. Yeah, That's, I feel like my like my son sounds like that because he, he's not talking yet. He'll say a few yeah, things, yeah. but he's sort of going. <laughs> like he's got his like own little yeah, language yeah. that he just gets around with. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have to put well, some Pingu on and see if you'll he, have to. If he likes There's a YouTube it. channel. Yeah. There's a Pingu YouTube channel, and oh, I actually perfect. found out you can. I, I went onto this this website where you can type in any show you want, any movie, and it tells you what streaming service it's on. Okay. And Pingu is not on any streaming services, but you can buy them through Apple TV. And I'm, I think I'm going to buy the second series of Pingu because it's Ping. There's an episode. I think it's episode season two, episode eleven from memory. Pingu mm. and the camera. Oh. And Pingo goes around taking photos, so that's a that's a must watch. A must watch. I'll yeah. I'll, I'll show that to uh, to Luca and try yeah. and indoctrinate him into absolutely li- liking photography through children's yeah. programs. That's right. Yes, it sounds good. Um, and have you? So you've sold. You've you've bought. Um, you haven't borrowed anything. No, I can't. No, 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 no. I mean, it's not, it's not as common, but I have borrowed from you. Yes, you have. You have. I borrowed your, um, Olympus Pen F half frame camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pen FT. Yeah. I've like wanted to shoot half frame for so long now. And I get so many people in the comments, like suggesting it to me saying, I think this will really be like, you will really love this. So Mm. I'm really excited to, to use it. And it's beautiful as well. It's a lot heavier than I yeah, sort of all what metal. it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's really mm. cool. So I'm thinking of putting Ektar in that and um nice. yeah, doing an episode, of course. 
Um, did you, um, after I gave it to you, did you play around with it again? Yes. Well, I didn't, but Lux did straight away. He, I, showed him, I showed him it and he had the manual up on uh, yeah. the computer and he was like, oh, you know, getting into his zone like he does. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I just want to use it. So, yeah. you know, but um, he said that, um, yeah, he, he said that he doesn't think it's it's working or if it's working, it's really yeah. inaccurate, like the so light meter. So what happened yeah. was um, I had a few years ago, I had a pen FT and I was down the park and I, my, my dog, I've got a Dalmatian. He's a big hulking, Marshall massive dog. beast, Marshall the Dalmatian. Yep. And he pulled me and I dropped the camera onto my foot. It only dropped about half a meter or a foot and a yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. Dropped onto my foot and then it rolled on the grass. I was like, oh, okay, the camera's fine. But then- for some reason, the light meter stopped working. I was absolutely devastated because at that time, this is a couple of years ago, I was unemployed for four months and I was devastated because I couldn't afford to fix it. In the end, yeah. I just um, kind of marked it down and sold it online and I bought a brand new one from Japan with a working light meter. Yep. Worked absolutely perfectly. Uh, I get out of the car on Sunday and I show Lucy <laughs> Lumen how to, to use the camera. Like, you know, you, you take the lens cap off. It's it's through the through the lens kind of metering. So as soon as you yeah. take the lens cap off, it's, uh, the battery's working. Yeah, There's yep, like a yep. little needle. Yep. And uh, you look through it. It was working fine. I opened at the back and just showed you the, you know, the back of yeah, the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close it back up. Light meter stopped working. And I'm like, Oh, I know. I feel like such bad luck. Like I'm bad luck. Uh, I literally turned up and it was like not working. (laughs) It it was, well, it was working when you looked through it. And when I looked through it and then I opened it back, closed the back up and it wasn't working. Unfortunately with the pen FT cameras, you know, you will get a lot from Japan where the meter isn't working. Most people, it doesn't phase most people. They don't care. Mm. For me, I, I like simplicity. And if I can look through a camera, the viewfinder, and it says number three, and you change the, you know, change the aperture ring to number three or number five or whatever it says. That to me is really simplistic way of shooting, and I love that. Mm. So I'm a bit, I'm a bit bummed that the uh, the light meter went, but hey, that's, I know. That's life. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Another oh, another it's, not, it's not you. <laughs> but, well, I, ho- I hope not. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll give it a go and see. I mean, it might just like I don't know, start working again or whatever. Yeah. But I did like the idea of just matching up the numbers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm pro- I'm even more simple than you with shooting. Like I want it to be as easy as possible. Yeah. But I'm sure I'll be able to like you know I'll I'll, yeah. I'll make it work. And it's a manual um, focus as well. But you shoot about f8 anyway, don't you? So yeah, pretty much all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I like manual. I like focusing. Um, that's like the only thing I like doing. But everything else, oh, I focusing. Of, kind of. Oh, I like that. But I can't, I'm but, too blind these days. Yeah, I am finding it a little bit harder. I used to mm. be like I've, I've noticed a few frames on rolls lately have been out of focus, which is really unusual for yeah, me. Yeah. Like I sort of pride myself on my ability to focus. But yeah. um, I'm yeah, I've recently got glasses, so I think I'm and I'm gonna about to turn thirty. So it's all oh, just God, it's all downhill from to, there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited to use that. So thank you for lending it to me. No worries. Um, and I also oh. got some. Oh, well, yeah, you I'm go. so sorry. I just remembered you gave me a, a lovely copy of Low Key Zine yesterday. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that too. Yeah. It's still in the boot in my car. I forgot about it. So we had a big oh, you'll day have out. To get yeah, that, have to get that out. Sure. And yeah, have a read. It looks really yeah. good. It looks yeah, amazing. it's really, really cool. Yeah, it's like a Melbourne based um, zine. I think it mm-hmm. started during lockdown. That's the yep. third issue. And it's, yeah, it's, it's free. You just pay for shipping. Um, and you can order it. They do international shipping as well. It's mm. a bit more expensive, but um, yeah, but yeah, really cool. Like free zine, and and they do uh, open calls for submissions on their nice. Instagram. So I'll I'll link that so people can mm. check it out because there's no theme or anything. It's just like submit your photos, which I really like sure. because yeah. sometimes I find that kind of 
hard to fit in, you know? Sometimes, I mean, sometimes I think Half Frame is is an Instagram account called Half Frame Club, HFC, and uh, they do a zine. And that's really cool. It's just like there's, I think the last time I saw the call out, it was a triplet of photos, so three photos. Okay, yeah. Which is really cool. So you got three Half Frame photos and and Mm -hmm. put them in Photoshop and sent them in as images. And I got, I think I got three in the last scene, which is really cool. Oh, awesome. Um, but other times when you hear, sometimes other publications in, in the analog photography world put out this call for entries and you, it sounds really cool and you read it and it's something like really super arty-farty and you're like, mm. I, don't even, I don't even know what that means. How am I supposed to take a photo that represents that? Yes, but I mean, maybe that's yeah. just me. But No, no, I feel like that too. I like it simple. Like if it's themed, it's really simple. Yeah. Or just like submit your photos and then mm. maybe you like – I'll often look at the Instagram or yeah, to whatever the to get a vibe of like what mm. they kind of like. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I feel like low key are pretty diverse. Like that's good. So yeah, pretty low I key. Hope you, they're pretty low key. Yeah, exactly. That's probably where they got the name from. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy uh, the zine and I love the little cartoon film canister yeah, guy yeah. on the back. Um, and I think um, there's a rumor that maybe there'll be some merch with that on it. So I'm sure our film shooters will be straight onto that. Um, yes, frothing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so, and I also got some film from you, um, because you did all the, you do the big orders of all the, of all the film, the, um, Cine Still 400D and, um, Adox Color Mission. So I'll be shooting those soon. I'm really excited to um, see both of those. Yeah. So yeah, we had so far I've had delivered the CineSteel 400D and the Adox Color Mission, which I have handily right here. Uh, I'm waiting. I think Agent Shadow uh, should be coming anytime soon. Yeah, and then I think Turquoise was supposed to ship in June. Yeah, so that should be arriving soon. And then in July, the Wolfen should should ship. That's really hard to say. The The Wolfen Wolfen should should ship ship. in July. (laughs) So uh, it's going to be a great few months. And then it's just coming in from all angles and all continents. And then there's nothing to look forward to after you know July. It's all. It's all yeah. It's all down here. I'm turning thirty. Yeah, no more new films. When is your thirtieth birthday? uh, October seventeenth. Wow. Yes. Yep. Excellent. So, uh, yes, uh, I think we're going to go to Noosa, I think. Noosa? So, yes, we're going to go to Noosa. Noosa. Take some photos in Noosa. Yeah, it'll be nice. Um, I had some lovely photos. Um, here's, a, here's a nice little uh, segue. Lovely, mm-hmm. Some lovely photos in the Contax T3 and the Fujifilm Class S uh, taken at Noosa in one of my videos, um, my second Adox Color Mission video. Yes. Beautiful spot. I do remember lovely that. Lovely spot. Mm. Yeah, Noosa's so nice. We went there yeah. for when I was pregnant. For our uh, baby moon, are you familiar with 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 that concept? I wasn't until um, I was pregnant. It's like your honeymoon, but like your baby moon. So you go away before you have a baby because oh yeah, because you, you don't know you don't know yet how little time you're gonna have. Everybody tells well, we, you, but you don't really understand until you do no. it. No, <laughs> well, we drove around Europe for six months in a motorhome. And then about a month from the end, we discovered that Sarah was uh, pregnant. And oh, wow. so that was that was kind of our baby moon and yeah. <laughs> everything all in one. And she was throwing up everywhere in our oh, motorhome. Oh, my God, and, poor Sarah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jesus, yeah. So, I don't think we have one. I think, I, I think we when my son was born, yeah, we were living in Australia then and mm-hmm. – Basically, she was full-time looking after our little terror of a child. She was, a, and my daughter's beautiful now, but she was absolute terror as a child. Not not mean or nasty, but she was just 
ah, always yeah, on, you know what I mean? Yep, that's like mine. Yep, yep. But she used to stand at the gate. We used to put her in a bedroom and put a little child gate, and she used to stand at the gate going, Daddy, Daddy, when she's oh supposed to go God. to bed. So yeah. Sarah had her hands full with that. And then, yeah, I was I was just working all the time trying to earn money. So we didn't – no, we didn't have a chance for a baby moon. We should have, maybe, yeah. but we didn't. Oh, you'll have to make up for it now and, I don't know, just – just go, I suppose you could just go on holiday. All these well, we had rural kind of, you know, We, we had a date up. night the other night, but it lasted for about five hours and that was it. And we want to get the kids to stay with mum and dads, but it was just too, yeah. I don't know, it was too much hassle and, oh, yeah. It's, it's really hard. And then you do it and then you kind of miss them. Like I'm always like, oh, God, yeah, yeah, I want yeah. my own time. And then I get it. Like this morning my mum took Luca for like an hour before she started work and yeah. we were both because um, Lux doesn't work on Mondays. Yeah. And so we were sitting there and we were like, oh, Wow. But then yeah. we just sat there and we drank our coffee yeah, yeah. and but we didn't know what to that's do. That's nice sometimes. That's good sometimes just to not do anything. Yeah, and... it is. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Especially with all this content we've got going on and oh. like work and family. It's yeah. just like crazy. So busy. Absolutely. Um, okay. So what uh, I haven't, I don't think I've bought anything. Um, you bought the film off me. Yeah, bought the film off you. Oh, no, we bought some film from, uh, we bought some Fuji oh, yeah. film from Digi yep. C200. Yep. Yeah, C200. And good price. Fuji extra 400. Oh yeah. I was going to buy some of that, but I I didn't because I've got the, this 400 speed film. I didn't get any, I should have, I probably should have though. Yeah. Yeah, Just because 400 seems a bit more difficult to find at the moment. And like I'll often have just heaps of like 100 or 800 and nothing in the middle. So I thought I'd grab some of that. Um, And yeah, so got that, that came this morning. So that feels really nice to, you know, Mm. it like eases your anxiety when you can sort of fill the fridge back up, you know, and you know, you've got it there and you feel, you feel secure. Yeah. So yeah, bought that. And that was a really good price. Thank you to uh, Matthew Joseph for letting us know about that. Heads up. Heads up. Yep. Photo dudens. Um, That's pretty much it for me, really. I haven't, we've bought lots of stuff for the, um, it was Lux's birthday not that long ago and he got money for his birthday and he bought loads of like, accessories for the xt4 so it's got like oh, yeah. um which is what we use to film our videos so i'm gonna get all this wrong and he's gonna be like that's not what it is but whatever there's like some kind of rig small rig i think the brand is and like yeah he's he can hold it now and it pre- basically looks like he's using like a gimbal oh um, yeah, yeah footage sure. is really steady yeah um so it looks really good we've got a video coming up and you know i've seen the footage and i'm like wow that looks very cinematic yeah. so um so that's exciting for him and he loves all that sort of that side of it so yeah um, but other than that we haven't really bought anything but i do cap the camera buying you know like yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a bit like do we You're need the gatekeeper that? i am a, i'm the gatekeeper so it's l35 <laughs> af yes oh, like if it's uh, that, no yes anytime uh lux shows me that i'm like oh message them and see if we can get, even if it's in Brisbane, because I'm, yeah. I'm looking to, I just always want to grow my L35 collection. Well, sure. he messaged me the other day and he said, there's an L35 in this group of cameras. Mm, and I, yes, looked, yes. I looked it up, but it was at Albany Creek, which is like, I mean, Brisbane is physically, if people don't know this, Brisbane is physically a big place. Oh, it's it's Albany Creek. It's yeah. got to be about an hour from where I live. Oh, I was okay. like, do I want to travel an hour? Mm. And then it wasn't a very good picture of the, the cameras. And it looked like they were in a shed or something. I yes, thought, it did. With Queensland weather, they're going to be full of, Dirt or yep. fungus. I mean, they might not have been, but it. But I, I'm not know. going to spend the next two yeah. hours driving, yep. you know, because I've been there. I've been there so many times before. Yeah. And uh, yep. I've got a. I've got this weathermatic. You know the the Milnolta weathermatics. The yes. nice yellow, bright yellow yeah, one. one on the floor. Yeah. Yep. yep. So I bought one once. I had a quick look at it. It looked great. I bought it. I got it home. Oh my gosh! It looks like a thousand batteries exploded. Oh no! In the like battery. really yeah. oxidized and You're terrible. Yeah. So I've cleaned yep. it like three or four times. 
and it just doesn't work. And but I can't. I don't know. I can't bring myself to throw it in the bin, which is stupid. And no one will buy it because who wants the hell wants to buy a crappy? Word? I mean, maybe someone will buy it for parts, but what they're going to buy yeah. for ten bucks? What's yes. the point? It, you I guess well I could put it on my shelf, it. but. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of an in, – it's an interesting-looking camera. Um, I don't usually – do you keep invalid cameras? That sounds horrible. But do, do, you, do you keep broken <laughs> cameras and just put them on your shelf? Because I generally don't. If, if, they, if they don't work, I get rid of them. Either I sell them for parts or I put them in the bin or give them away. I don't we, want them. Yeah, yeah. We – no, we, we keep them. We keep them. Um, we've got lots of point-and-shoots that don't work um, and we have them all like kind of behind me. Point and shoot graveyard. Yeah, yes, yes, it's very much a graveyard. Plastic point and shoot graveyard. Is that a film beanie? It's a Walkins, um, yeah, Walkins film in Melbourne. They did those beanies last year, I think. So we got, yeah, yeah and it says Walkins film because they're like, their logo and their stickers and stuff are like yeah, so, yeah. so cool. So I we haven't love seen Lucy like Lemon in the in the beanie yet. No, it hasn't been that cold yet. But maybe in the next video, or maybe in the <laughs> next uh, analog hour, that's probably probably will end up being two hours. What about? I'll uh, chuck it on. Have you got a beret? I think I do actually. Yes, <laughs> I used to wear berets a yeah. lot when I was yes in my like you know teen early early twenties. Yeah. I definitely yeah. rocked the, the 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 beret. Rocked the beret. My daughter has a beret yeah. she used to wear. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it was actually it's actually a raspberry beret. It was like it's a red. Oh, like one. like Prince. Um, correct the Prince song. Yes. Yeah. 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 Great song. Um. Okay. So, what's up next on the agenda? Um. Yeah. So I haven't. Oh, and answering your question about the keeping film cameras. Yes, we do point and shoots, and then also mm. we have a Nikon F four. Oh yeah. It doesn't work. Backdoor. Yeah, I think that. But- oh, I can't remember. I don't know. There's a few things wrong with it. I think. Yeah. Um and but yeah that's your Lux that's your grudge wanna... that's your grudge against Lux isn't it <laughs> <laughs> wasted our money oh my god I, he it's did like... I think he got he bought it but it had a bunch of lenses with it as well and the yeah. lenses are worth a lot but yeah. I am just not interested in lenses like I'm like boring I want a camera like you know I know that it will make a difference and yeah. I'm like you know and I know they're worth and you could sell them and all of that but they just don't excite me like at all so it's a bit it's a bit like a fairy tale isn't it like Lucy gave Lux the money to go to the market to buy shopping for your child and he come back with a broken F4 <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god yes that's what it's like yes yeah yeah well he's he's rarely on his own so and when we're in a, an op Lots shop or a charity shop I keep a close eye on him yes, Well there's nothing I, I I guess this is a topic for discussion later on, but I've I've given up on marketplace almost entirely, and I've given up on op shops because okay. I find I used to find that there was a very good, very good um, cost benefit with putting time into scouring marketplace and going mm-hmm. to op shops. It used to be a good cost benefit. You, you put time in, but you get rewarded with a yep. five dollar point and shoot or a fifty dollar SX seventy. Yep. Now people realize how much film cameras are worth and good on them. I'm not begrudging them that. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, they overprice cameras a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Um, op shops, if they ever do have any more here in Australia, op shop, of course, is a charity shop or what yes, do you call it? A, a charity shop or a thrift, thrift store. store yeah. yeah. Yep. So uh, quite often in Australia, they last I'd say the last 18 months, I've barely seen a camera in thrift stores anymore over here. Yeah. Um, and, and Marketplace is just, yeah, the times when you do see a really good deal, like there was some there was some old gentleman selling some Leicas out near Ipswich, I think quite away from me. Mm. And I think he had multiple ones with multiple lenses and he had it for $500 or something crazy. And, of course, the poor guy would have got absolutely deluged with hundreds oh, of, yeah, you know, sure. messages. messages. So yeah. you're not even in the hunt unless you go to him and say, 
hey, mate, these aren't worth 500 bucks. These are worth way more. I'll come and price them and give you a fair price. Yeah. Unless you do that, you're not even in the hunt. So I've just, I've basically just given up. Mm. But you guys still do it? Uh, we, we do. We look on marketplace a lot, but we buy, we, we buy like considerably less than we used to because yeah. like, exactly like you say, um, unless you see it, like as the minute it goes, the second that it goes up and you yeah. message and you're like, I'll come now and get it, which we yeah. have done before we did it six months ago or something. I remember messaging you, we got like 10 point and shoots for like wow. 50 bucks or something like that. Wow. And there was like, um, yeah, like a, a short shot 76 zoom. There yep. was a, a Nikon L35, like the TW. Yes. There yeah. was a couple of other Minolta zoom sort of ones, but they're like, you know, not bad. Um, and then the Canon waterproof. Uh, yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Like that as well. So I mean, sure shot, amazing. One. Like I'm happy with that for the rest yeah, of my yeah. life, pretty much. Like that's you know, deal of a lifetime mm. for me. Yeah. But that just doesn't happen anymore. No. And we we got him literally as soon as he uploaded it, we yeah. messaged him, and that's the only reason that we got it. Otherwise, yeah. he, like you say, he would have just been bombarded with messages. So that's right. And also, as soon as people just look something up online and they see these ridiculous eBay prices, yeah, it's just I feel like those days are kind of gone. Yeah. But um, op shops, I think thrift stores i think can still be good mm. but as long as it's not like a, a named one like somebody commented this actually yes. on one of my videos the yep. other day and i was like mm -hmm. this, i said like you're you are right um they said don't go to salvos don't no. go to lifeline vinnies because they yep. are kind of they've got people in there now that sort of curate things and, and i think they know, put them on ebay whereas yes, yeah, do, I, yeah i completely agree with that if you're going to go to an op shop go to one that's not mm. named yep. and go you, to a basically, church one like they're yeah. really good. Like yes. the ones attached to the church, they're always really cheap. Little old lady yeah. in there and she'll, yeah. you know, like just like what a an op, op shop, charity shop, thrift store, whatever you want to call it should be. Yeah. Like that's what, in my mind, like that's what it and should be. And the ones be. in the country as well are really good. Mm -hmm. I, lo I love the op shop, the thrift stores, op shops, charity shops you go into where like it's all ramshackle. There's just stuff everywhere. Yes, like love the that. ones in the city, they're all like books, clothes, CDs, yep. toys. And, and as soon as I go into one, I just go, there's not going to be it's anything just boring. in here. Yeah. It's boring. But yeah. you go into these ones in the country, like we went down to some in Warwick last August. And it's just like, it's just like a massive building shed full of junk everywhere. And it, it's, it's sort of vaguely sorted into, mm. into areas, but you kind of have the feeling of like, oh, I might just find something in here. Yes. And I found a couple of little plastic port and shoes for 50 cents. They weren't like they weren't great. I think I still got them over there somewhere. But you know, like it's it's a kind of feeling of you're actually going through trash and treasure. Yeah, not... and you might find yeah, something. That's and, right. Yeah, the excitement of that for sure. Yeah, it's the mm. same with um with record stores. Has the same vibe. Like um when I lived in Melbourne, there was a few record stores that were all it was all new. Yeah, which was good if you wanted to get something that's just come mm. out. You know, um and you knew that it wasn't going to be scratched and all of that. Yeah, but but it never had the same vibe. And then yeah. you go to one where it's like this old guy and he's had it for ages and there's yeah. like secondhand, there's crates everywhere and they're all piled up and you've got to look yeah. through and it's such a different feeling. Yeah, and I absolutely. think that that's definitely, and I feel like film photographers like that feeling, you know, yeah. like they very much mm -hmm. want that. So, but mm -hmm. yeah, it doesn't, um, it's less and less, I think. And I think that goes for everything too. Like mm -hmm. everything you see now um is like that's retro or yeah. slightly retro or vintagey looking is just like more expensive because that kind of thing is getting really popular yeah in general like that nostalgia thing which i think yeah. is partly why film photography has gotten popular sure you know? so absolutely um yes yeah um so we we've we definitely went off course there but i feel like um that that's totally fine um so i'll, yeah. I'll be docked five points in the final <laughs> points tally for 
Oh, I think it's good to topic topic not on list of topics. topics. No, no. I think it's good to um like uh you know like we wanted to do this because we chat a lot on mm. Instagram. Like we voice message yeah. each other pretty much every day, and we're always like you know we talk a little bit about this and then a little bit about this, and I think it's nice to kind of share that with the rest of the film community. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure they have the same worries or gripes or you yeah. know like all these sorts of things so um so that's good but i will go back to the agenda um so what's happening with you uh content wise matt you have been like pumping out the youtube videos i'm so yeah. impressed so impressed um so yeah how's how's that going what's in the pipeline um it's yeah. going really well i it's 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 a weird thing because once you cross over, like obviously I've had my my podcast Matt Loves Cameras for must be four years now, mm. and it's kind of like a new challenge for me doing YouTube. I, I posted my first one probably six weeks, almost two months ago now. I can't remember. Yep. And since then, I think I did the second one straight away. Then there was a bit of a gap between the third one, but then I've got six up there now, and I've actually posted three new videos in the last week. Oh my so God. I know three videos on week. So congratulations. Had, thank well you. Done. Thank you. Thank you. So about a week ago, I posted one with all of the new films like these two and eight new films ranked, yep. Yep. which is done, which is actually doing really well. I'm actually mm. pleased. I sort of yeah, forgot about that. it and then it seems to have gone really well. Uh, and then as soon as this 400 D arrived, I knew I had to get out there and shoot it and do some videos on it, which was fantastic. Yep. Yep. And, uh, the team at Ikigai, Peter, um, yeah, he sent me the files on late Friday afternoon mm-hmm. and, um, he put in a little text file in the Dropbox ready for the weekend. So I thought that, was pretty, I thought that was pretty cool. Yes. Um, so I did one video on Saturday. It took me, oh my gosh, it, it's just such a different world. Like recording a video because I recorded the video everyone went out I think and I think my daughter's got a job now which is great she works at a little sushi place nearby oh, she got the job? That's she, awesome. yeah, she works at a sushi place oh it's really that's cool. so cool yeah she has yeah. her own money it's such a good feeling yeah yeah oh, so that's yeah. but it's funny when she was 13 like um it was like I want a job I want a job I want a job mm. and then as soon as she's got a job it was like hey you got work tomorrow morning she's like He's like, oh no. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like that Smith song, you know. I was looking, was I was looking oh, for a I was job, looking for and, a then job I, and then I found a job. Heaven knows I'm knows I'm, now. Yes, yes. I always, I used to sing that like in my head at work, like yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So, but no, she she does like a job, by the way. She does really like a job. Um, she's not yeah. miserable, but she, it's kind of like, oh, I've got to wait tomorrow. I can't, you know, sit yeah. at home and watch Netflix all day. Yeah, yeah. Um, Welcome so to the real world, we, Elodie. What was I talking about? Um, you were talking about YouTube and uh, oh, yeah. the, yes. Yeah, so yep. I sat down uh, in the room just out there because there's not many places in my house to record. So I sat out there and recorded a video. I watched it back and I kept making, tripping over my words. I couldn't do it. Uh, my hair was all, I mean, my hair's messy now, but it was completely messy. And I got the video and I was like, no, I'm doing it again. So everyone went out again. I trapped my son in the Fortnite room and said, you have to be quiet. No screaming at Fortnite. Yeah. (laughs) And um, I I did them all again in 25 minutes. And then it took the rest of the day. It took me, must have taken me the first video, the Cine Steel video. It must have taken me three or four hours. I just wasn't happy with it. Mm. Had to edit it. And then, yes, so I did that one. It was a real like, oh, my gosh, really trudging through to get it out there. But I put that out on Saturday night. You and Lux helped me with the thumbnail and the title, which is great. Thank you. So I put that one out there. And then we got home. We went out for the day yesterday. We went down the Gold Coast, went and saw you briefly. And we went to SeaWorld and and, uh, went on a few rides in SeaWorld. Got back in the afternoon and... Well, actually, the first thing on Sunday morning, my son wanted to get up at 5.30 in the morning on a Sunday morning. Oh God! Because there was like a Luca. fortnight. Yeah. Well, there's a fortnight live oh, event. He, he okay. would have slept in till eight thirty. Okay. But there was a fortnight live live event. He wanted to get up at five thirty. Uh, so I got up at five thirty. 
so we got up, turned all the computers on. His Xbox, my computer for the live event didn't start till six, yeah. uh, and so that only lasted fifteen minutes, and it really was not worth getting up for. I love Fortnite; wasn't worth getting up for though. Um, so we were up very early, and so then Fortnite went down after that for the whole day. So when we got back from the Gold Coast, there is a point to this story, by the way. We got back from the Gold Coast. I'm like, oh, I just want to have a cup of coffee right yep. cup of coffee and play a game of mindless fortnight for an hour yep. Yep. but it was down it was down until like 11 o'clock last night oh, and no. my, so my son couldn't play it and then um i thought what can i do my, my my wife and my daughter are watching um happy ever is it happy ever after or some some tv series about okay. like real life fairy tale characters or something they're hooked on it seven series okay. so All they right. basically took over the tv so i got on the computer and i just in about two hours i just edited the the natura um, Cine Still 400D push two stops video, and I scheduled that for this morning, and it went out. So, yeah, I awesome. felt like I felt like yeah, I felt like after the the pain of the first Cine Still video, I just couldn't edit it right. The second yep. one just fell into place really well. Yeah. Um, but I think there is yeah. I mean, I've been podcasting for four years, but I think there's a certain I don't know. There's a whole new bunch of skills you have to learn when you're doing oh, video. Absolutely. And it's a real learning curve, but I, I feel mm. like um, I'm enjoying it, and uh, yeah. It's yeah, great. I feel I feel like you're doing so so well. And oh. um, I was talking to uh, Hashem before he went on holiday because I'm trying not to bother him. I was going to ask him a bunch of questions about live streaming, and I was like, "You're yeah. on holiday. I'll leave you alone. I'll wait till you come back." Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was saying like how good you are on camera, and he said, "Oh, it must be like not all of it, but like doing podcasting um, obviously has helped you." Yeah you know, be able to like plan because I think there's a lot of planning that mm. needs to happen for like YouTube videos and podcasts that people kind of neglect that step. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, like I feel like you're just so confident on camera. Like when I started, oh, like the you. first, oh, like cringe, which is good. Um, I said this on my podcast with yeah. Carrie, like if you're not cringing, then you're not like learning yeah. or improving. So it's good and it's fine. But yeah, I just, I was like, um, um, like really nervous, like looking yeah, away yeah. from the camera and all of that. And you're really confident. So yeah, you're doing such a, such a good job. And I think you've got to just keep putting out videos yeah. to start. Um, so I think you're on the right track there, um, doing yeah. that. And yeah, it's, it's so nice to have you over on, um, YouTube. Yeah. Really exciting. That's, that's the other thing. Like, I mean, I've watched YouTube a million times in my last, how many, I don't know, 10, 15 years or how long it's been around. I've watched yep. YouTube. You need to find out how to fix your toilet or you need to find out how yeah. to get a leader. You need to yep. learn, I hate these things, these leader retrievers, but you need oh, to learn, yeah. like, how the hell do I use this? Because it doesn't work. And then a yep. guy's done a YouTube video. Every time I need to use this, I watch his YouTube video because I can't remember. Yep. So I've watched YouTube a million times, right? But you, what you don't, what I didn't realize really until I started creating content and having a channel is the ecosystem around it and you know the shorts and the posts and all the stuff that goes with it I just had no idea about yeah. it so I don't feel yeah. like I'm a very YouTubey person yet I'm still trying <laughs> to get in the zone of it you know yeah oh you'll um, become a YouTubey person but you're well on your way I'm like I feel like YouTube takes up so much of my life and my yeah. headspace and um, you know, like, I, and I look at other people and I'm like, do they think about YouTube this much? Like, cause yeah. they're just always, you know, we're, we like looking at the analytics and yeah. we like coming up with ideas and, mm. you know, and we watch a lot of YouTube as well. So yeah. like, especially in the film photography space. So yeah, yeah it, it's, um, it's very consuming, but I feel mm. like it's good. I feel like it's a good hobby to have alongside film photography. Cause it gives you like, well, it gives me a bit of structure. Like, yeah. You know, I'm shooting a role. Oh, what's my, why am I shooting this role? Like it makes me think about it a little bit more because I'm thinking about how it's going to translate into a video. Yeah, absolutely. So it gives my, it gives me, um, it keeps me going and I definitely shoot more mm. now 
because I've got that intention of it turning mm. into a video, which really works for me. A lot of people it doesn't work for because they're, sure. they're like, oh, the pressure and yeah. especially if you're on your own as well and you've got to then do all of it. Like I'm very yeah. lucky because I have somebody doing like half or more maybe of the work. So <laughs> that's, that's um, the thing. Yeah. Like you don't, obviously I do it all by myself. So mm. I would love to do one of those videos that you do where you go out and, you know, you're following you around and you take, you see you in front of a building, then you take the shot and you see the yeah, shot. And yeah. I know other YouTubers do that as well. But for me, that's, it's, I've actually done that where I've been out and I've taken like B-roll of like, here's a scene at Wyndham at the seaside of the lights at Wyndham. And then I take the shot, but I haven't really incorporated that into my videos yet because I just find it, I find it almost too hard to do at the moment. Like I'm just trying yeah. to get videos out yep, and it yep. seems more complex for me yep. to do that. So I, I will, might do that eventually. I'd love to do it, but yeah, mm. it's, it's a, it's a massive learning curve really. Definitely. I think that'll come. I think it's good to not overload yourself and then it becomes unenjoyable because then people yeah. stop, stop doing it. They're like, do Oh, it. I can't meet all these expectations and then yeah, they yeah. stop. Yeah. Whereas if you just sort of find your groove, do what you can do, what's yeah. like, enjoyable for you yeah and that is like a reasonable expectation mm. and then like you'll have success and then you're like oh okay I might like step it up a little bit and do this like that's kind of sure. what we like that's what we did over like yeah. a year so I think you're on the right track and you've got the right like attitude for sure and this might be a good time to mention my I've started I've, I've told you about it already and I've spoken to a few people about it um mm. in the film community but I'm gonna start or I have started a discord server oh, yeah 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 um have you are you on discord are you in any discord servers matt yeah i'm on one for f stoppers um yep. but i haven't i've actually got a couple of articles ready for f stoppers i haven't posted awesome. yet but yep. there's a there's a group there for the writers and i have been on there before i think like emulsive have one and sunny 16 but i don't really go into them anymore i don't think i'm not sure i haven't been on for a while but i feel sometimes unless you have a, a core group of very dedicated people you know it, it's it's tricky to get traction Definitely. Yeah. I'm in a few like the analog talk one, cause I'm a patron of theirs. And then a couple of other people have invited me to them, mm. um, which is really awesome. And, but I just, I don't like, I feel like by the time I get into them, I'm like, Oh, I don't really know what's going on anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's a big conversation and all of that. So, yeah. um, and it's very hard. Like I try and get back to all the comments and I try and get back to like people who DM me. So mm. I feel a bit stretched, but yeah. in saying that, I've started my own Discord um, server, the Lucy Lumen Content Creator Club, so yep. I've called it, um, and I'm going to make it a place for LLCCC. So, yes, and it says that on the little thing, and it sounds <laughs> like a football. It sounds like a football club, or like yeah. a you know, like how yeah. like I thought that when I uh, when I when I saw it. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna do that, and it'll be launching in the next few days, hopefully. I've got Jamie Maldonado in there already. Sweet. He's looking at the different channels that you have. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I've broken it up into sections to try and keep it more ordered. Yeah. But I want it to be because there's a lot of film photography Discord servers, and like they're great. But it mm. does a lot of the time, like I do feel a bit disconnected from them because it'll be like, how do I fix this camera? Or like, this is my white whale camera mm. or, you know, or developing, like people yeah. talk about developing. And those things just aren't super relevant to me yeah, yeah. Uh, and what I, I'm into. Mm. Um, but I'm really into like talking about, yeah, like creating content around photography. Mm. So I thought if I had a, if there was a place for like people who want to start a YouTube channel or they want to start a podcast or they want to start writing or create some kind of content, around photography that have this discord group that they can join. They can ask questions, get advice. Cause there's so many things with YouTube. Like I know when you started, you're like, I was like, Oh, don't forget you've got to do an end screen. And you were like, yeah. what's an end screen? And yeah. then I was trying to explain it to you. And I was like, Oh, it's actually really difficult to explain. And then, you know, Lux and I were trying to, you know, yeah. like tell you. And, and then there's, that's just scraping the surface. Like there's so yeah. many things. 
Um, there's like audio, which camera do you use? We were talking yeah. about before with like reflections or mm. like it took us so long to figure that stuff out. And I really wish yeah. there was somewhere where I could have gone like a helpline to be like, hey, what do yeah. I do with this? You know, so I'm hoping that this can serve as that. And I'll try and be in awesome. there as, as much as possible for people. So, um, so yeah, if you're listening um, and you're interested, definitely um, send me a, a message or comment and I'll send an invite. I'm not like super au fait with how discord works either so it's going to be mm. a bit of a learning curve for me learning like, curve, yeah, getting sure. on there but i'm sure it'll be easy enough and i'm sure people can help me as well like i'm excited to learn from other people help me help you help me help you yeah let's let's help everybody helps everybody else it's nice you had me so. at lucy lumen okay. <laughs> oh lovely um yeah so that's my that's what i've got coming up content wise and then i've got an Ektar video coming out soon. I shot Ektar 100 nice. at night um, with the flash and a point and shoot. And I thought it looked really cool. So sharing that um, really good song in that video from, from Lux Lumen as well. Excellent. And he started you, his you YouTube own, channel. Yeah. He's got yeah. His own, he was like, Oh, Lucy Lumen. What about Lux Lumen? Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's got his own YouTube channel, which is really cool for his music. Yeah. Um, it's sort of just like playlists and people can, I think Icky guys said they had it on in, oh, the, awesome. in the lab. I was like, Oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, so yeah. So I'll leave that below as well so people can check it out and they can listen to his music i think he's gonna um put more stuff up there like it's mostly synth wave he's gonna do guitar yeah. and then do different sort of styles of music mm. and we will be doing like a little music video clip because i wow. love music videos yeah yeah um from you know watching rage yeah uh, when i was like a teenager and stuff staying up video hits or whatever like just yep. video clips are like really iconic and i'd love to mm. like i always wanted to be in a video clip but I wasn't yeah. in a band, so it was a bit difficult. Yeah. Uh, so now I can fulfill that dream with uh, the Lux yeah. Lumen um, Excellent. channel. So, yeah, so that's Exciting. coming up. And um, I think, yeah, we've got a, we've always got lots of videos in the pipeline, as I'm sure you do. Like you've got ideas for videos. Mm, oh, loads, yeah. It's endless. Like I've got mm. a list and I'm just always adding to it. So, um, But it's hard to find the time to actually yeah. execute it. Um, but yeah. I feel like a lot of my videos at the moment are out. Like I've got – I've actually got four – Two about ADOX, Color Mission, two about Cine Still, and one about film rating. So I feel like I've done way too many videos so far about film. So I'm keen I'm keen to sort of look at my list and, you know, what ideas have I got that are not about film, like not about an actual film stock, but film rather stock. about a camera yeah. or about something yeah. different. So, yeah, I think I'll be doing that next. Yeah, awesome. You have like such like wide range of knowledge of cameras and you own so many. And, yeah, so that's definitely something that you should be sharing with the community for sure. Um, I'm just looking at our agenda. Um, so I feel like we've nicely gone off on lots of tangents. I'm hmm. really, ha I'm really happy with that. Um, um, so I think we should talk about the uh, we, we were talking about the other day the new uh, Rito camera. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are your What are your thoughts on that, Matt? So yeah, there's this new Kodak branded camera that's mm. come out, which is called the Kodak Ektar H35 mm. half frame camera. And it looks very much like one of those Instamatic sort of, you know, one, two, six cameras from yes, the, from the sixties. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's, it's a, you know, very retro looking thing. Uh, it's made by Rito. Of course, there's a, there's a, there's quite a few sort of Kodak reusable plastic cameras now. Some mm. of them are made by Sino Promise, 
who are a, a company that sort of bought one of Kodak's paper, I think, divisions uh, last year or the year before, and they also make Kodak reusable cameras under license. So there's a couple of cameras they've got out that are like full frame, 35 mil, reusable, yep. very simple cameras, Kodak mm-hmm. branded, but they're made by Sino Promise. This new one's made by Rito, who of course made the the newest the uh, ultra wide and slim clone. Slim. Yeah. Yep. So it looks interesting. Uh, it does look does look nice. It's got again. It's it it is a you know essentially it is a toy camera if it's mm-hmm. the definition for that. I think it's got a, a you know fixed aperture speed, a fixed app fi- fixed shutter <laughs> speed and fixed aperture. I can't speak. Um, so I've got the deets here. It's uh, optic. It's got twenty two mil length. Twenty two mil. I can't speak, Lucy Lemon. 22 <laughs> mil lens. I can't speak. Like, I, can't I speak. find this so hard. This is like, because I'm really bad with, not like terrible with numbers. Yeah. Or like, you know, so it's like when you talk about the specs of a camera in a YouTube video, especially early days, I was like, oh, I have yeah. to do that. Like I have to say that because that's what everyone else does. Whereas now I just, I just don't really don't worry about it because it. it's like, it doesn't really matter. And I'm like, this camera has a, and I like, it's like everything comes over and I can't, I yeah. can't do it. And I get it wrong or I get the F-stop mixed up with the, like you know millimeter of the lens and then yeah. i'm like oh bleh. so i'd so don't worry uh this is what i'll, I I'll say like another way the, the focal the focal length is 22 mil there you go there you go um and but it's interesting with half frame cameras i think because you're only the lens is projecting the image onto a half of the frame i think it it sounds really wide 22 mil but i think there's mm. a some kind of crop factor there as well okay um it's a fixed f 9.5 okay uh, aperture two element optical grade acrylic lens which is a fancy way for saying it's plastic plastic yeah and the shutter is one one hundredth of a second it's got a built-in flash and you need a triple a battery for that only weighs 100 grams uh i think it looks wow. good but there's one thing yeah. that's really interesting about this um i find a little bit odd so when you're shooting half frame, obviously you've got like your frame of film there, right? Yeah. So like a full frame uh, of film, and then this is a half frame, so it's it's like it's that way. It's going through the back of the camera and half a frame at a time. So usually with a half frame camera like my little Hello Kitty one here, um, you know the, the film goes across there half frame at a time. The viewfinder on this is actually like a square, and you, you kind of it's not exact, obviously the viewfinder, but you're sort of framing things up and you, you're taking your shot. The viewfinder on the back of this new Kodak Ektar half frame camera from Rito is like in landscape orientation, which is weird because the film yeah, is actually film... going through it portrait wise. Yeah. And so it, it's weird. I I, I don't. I, I mean, know how obviously that works. The, no, yeah. the viewfinder doesn't like match up exactly anyway. No, it's, it's no. probably just a rough guide, but I did find that odd that they would have put a landscape viewfinder in yeah, the thing. Yeah, you kind of want to have a little bit of an estimate of what it's going to, you know, that's like, right, a rough estimate. Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's strange. I didn't know that. I haven't, I literally have not researched it at all. I watched like a, mm. there was a YouTube video. Um, I think it might've been, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not sure what channel it was on, but yeah, there was, it was just like footage of the cameras, you know, sure. and like showing it. And um, yeah, that it, like, they looked really cool. Like you say, like really yeah. retro colors are awesome. Like the colors are awesome. The- it comes in a, a brown, a, a mm. sort of a yellow sand color and a greeny mm. sage color. Yeah. Uh, and really they're nice. on sale for 50 US dollars, according to this. And I actually found out in Australia, they're being sold for 100 Australian dollars, which oh, is a little okay. bit more than 50 US dollars. That's, um, yeah, that's a lot. So I guess the big question is, uh, are you going to buy one, Lucy Lumen? I don't know. Like $100 is quite a lot. Um, and I don't know like how much I would use it. I, I love like plastic cameras and, and like I don't mind. Like I liked using the ultra wide and slim. Mm. But I feel like a little bit with the film, like film, 
prices going up and getting so expensive. Yeah. You've got to kind of cut down somewhere. And also when I'm shooting film, because it is more expensive now and it's harder to come by. So it's like mm. double whammy. I am a little, I'm getting a little bit more like, oh, do I really want to take a photo of that? Or do I yeah. really want to put like that film in that camera? You know, absolutely. Like, absolutely. I know exactly. I'm, I'm trying to think ahead as well. And, and since I've been um, selling prints a bit more, which is awesome. It's like, so something yeah. I never thought I would a do or b anyone would buy. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think ahead of that as well. Cause I'm changing the print shop up every month. Mm. So I'm trying to make that my goal of like having at least, you know, five or six print worthy, mm. hopefully yeah, uh, sure. photos every month, because mm. it's like, well, if you're shooting all these, you know, rolls of film all the time, you kind of want to Something to show for it other than yeah, other a than YouTube just, video about a camera. Yeah, and and, yeah. and oh, I'm just shooting film. I'm just shooting away. It's like you kind of may as well shoot like digital. So, yeah. um, so, so from that respect, I'm trying to put film in cameras. Like I've been using my Nikon F60 um, a lot um, yep. just because like the, the metering system is really good in that. I'm really comfortable with it. I know I always like get good photos from that, mm. you know what I mean, rather than, you know, with point and shoots. I love using point and shoots, but sometimes yeah. – you got to crop it or I think, oh, that would have been really good if it was on a, I don't want to say proper camera because like that's not something Lucy Lemon would say. I would get angry if someone else said that. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like so I'm trying yeah, to yeah. think more, be more like mindful. So mm. I don't know if the Rito half-frame camera would fit into that. But yeah. in saying that, I feel like we say these things and then you see like YouTube videos of people using them yeah, and they're having fun and it looks so cool. I'll be like, Oh my God, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. So, I, I don't think know. I, what about you? <laughs> I think I might, I'm not sure. See the place that I found this from, uh, I won't say the name of the company here in Australia, but I think there's probably other companies that might sell it for a little bit less than that hundred dollar mark. A hundred dollars is about hundred Australian dollars is about 70 us. I mean, yep. uh, we pay a little bit more here for more for stuff than mm. the United States, but I think it seems a little bit much. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be tempted to buy one just to shoot a roll through. Like I've already got the Pen FT that I've lent you. I've got this Hello Kitty. This is actually the the golden, the Superheads uh, golden half. This is quite a cult very, camera. Very cute. It's yeah. got uh, Hello Kitty on there, but it, it is quite a cult camera. So I've bought this for about a hundred US dollars, which I I love. Uh, I think I probably I might look at actually buying one of these um, just to see what it's like. And you know what? If I if I pay a hundred bucks for it, I reckon I can get 70 back for it in a Facebook group. And you know what I mean? Like it, yeah, take a bit of a true. hit on it, but yep. um, yeah. it might be worth just playing around uh, yeah. just to see what it's like. Definitely. I think so. And also like, even though I've just literally said all of that, I also feel like if there's a new product in the film sphere yeah. in any way, I like should buy it because support it's it. like support it, show them that, you know, like put your money where your mouth is because we're, yeah all of us are always complaining and show then something the comes out and you're like, yeah, show me the money. So I'll, sh- I'll, I'll probably will show you the money. I'll probably buy it. Cause I'll, I'll just, I'll have a weak moment like in bed, you know, when you're scrolling, that's yeah, when yeah. I always buy stuff. Like, yeah. you know, I'm like, Oh, I'll just, I'll just get it. So I probably will. And I love the colors too. The colors um, are nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I probably will get it, but, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I have the, um, Rito sent me the 3d. Oh, awesome. The yeah. 3d camera, which mm. looks so cool. Like it yeah. just looks so awesome. Yeah. Like it looks like something out of like star Wars or something, yeah. you know, like, yeah. so I haven't used it yet just cause I'm like, Oh, I don't, I kind of, I need to think about it. Like, what yeah. am I going to shoot? And, um, I had a nineties dress up party oh, that awesome. I was going to, that we were going to go to, but we all got sick. So we couldn't go uh, I and I was going to yeah. shoot it there. Cause I thought, Oh, there'd be moments like lots yeah. of people and yeah. um so yeah i'll have to rethink that um but yeah it was nice of rito to, to send yeah, me that absolutely. so um i have a question mm. for you 
Matthew, and or possibly for the audience, I'm not sure if you're if you'll be able to answer it or not. Something I've been thinking about. Um, what is a fine art print? Like Ooh. I see that I see people because I'm selling prints now, so I'm looking at other people's prints, and there's a local place in Burley, and they sell prints, and I mm. messaged them and. They, they said, oh, we'll, we'll get back to you soon. And that's fine. Like they're busy. Yeah. Um, but I noticed that they specify that they sell, they sell fine art prints. So I'm like, okay. oh, where does that leave me? Kind of like what we were talking about with the themes. Yeah. When the theme is this and it sounds really arty and sometimes I get really like worried about that because I'm like, oh, I don't really know what that means. Yeah. But yeah, I'm worried like, it, oh, I'm wondering, not worried. I'm wondering what constitutes as fine art. I know a lot of people in Melbourne I was friends with were doing fine art degrees. And I always thought, what's that? Like, what does that mean really? And you know, those things that you wonder about and you don't ask anyone and you just keep wondering it. So I thought, Hey, I'll just put it out there and ask you, yeah. What, what, what constitutes fine art or a fine art print? Um, That's a good question. I think, I think in terms of, in terms of the actual print itself, I think, you know, obviously the fine art prints, there will be, they'll typically say they're on, you know, they're on a certain, you know, cotton rag or something. They're on very oh, high materials, okay. yep. a very, ex, you know, ink that will last, you know, a hundred years on, on the, the rag, a cotton rag. I don't know what it's called, a paper. Yeah. I've seen rag, that cotton called, rag yeah, 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 written yeah, yeah. before and I've always been like, yeah. what does that mean? <laughs> so I think it's like, it's like a paper that's got, it's not just normal paper that by the, the, the grades, it's a, it's, it's kind of. Paper. I don't know much about this myself, uh, full yeah. disclosure, but it's a kind of paper that will last a long time that's okay. archival that you can, you know, have an image printed on that and you can have it framed and it will last for 100 years for your children and their children. Okay. So I think a fine art print to me is two things. It's, and again, I'm not an expert, but I think it's something, it's obviously a print that will is, is excellent quality in terms of the paper and the, and the, and the frame and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And it will last a long time and it'll be mm-hmm. something that your family will cherish. But also I think when people say they're, fine art photographers I think it's quite often it's very kind of I don't to me it brings to mind sort of very minimalistic or you know black and white kind of photos yeah yeah very minimalistic you know and it could be of something like wildlife or a scene or a landscape scene but it's not your typical landscape photography shot or your typical portrait or anything it's very I don't know minimalistic very good lighting and you know there are there are certain photographers who say they're fine art photographers. Okay. Um, but that's that's as bad as much as I know. Okay. All right. Well, you know a whole lot more than I do. Um, so thank you for that. But I'm sure people listening might do this type of photography. They might mm. sell fine art prints. They might yeah, know a little yeah. bit more about it, so they can comment and they can let me let let me know um, and shed some light on that. But yeah, that kind of sounds like like I kind of thought that I was like obviously this term means mm. that you know somebody's taking a lot of care or it's a higher quality with the print side of things and that makes sense like you know because some of the things i've looked at i'm like wow that's really expensive but obviously like you're saying if the they the the, you know the um what they're printing on is really good quality and it's going to last for sure that makes sense because i i literally know nothing about printing and i'm using a service where um they use like a third-party person to print near to the person that's buying the print so it's cheaper so it's not me printing it in australia and sending it you know, overseas, which is normally where they're being sold and it's really mm. expensive, which works for me as well because I don't have to, you know, I don't have much time Handle and I, yeah. I can't just go out and, you know, go print a print. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, so this works for me mm. and I can also make them cheaper. Like you can set the price and it's really good. So it works for me. Um, but I know that there's a whole world of printing uh, and that's a whole nother mm. side of kind of photography. And so, yeah, I've been thinking about it lately and wondering, um, and as far as the photography goes, um, I remember I did have a question on my YouTube channel. Somebody said, would you ever consider doing 
exploring fine art photography. Mm. And I was like, I don't really know kind of like what that means or what that entails. And yeah, yeah. it doesn't sound like something I would be doing because I'm very sort of, I don't know, what's, I don't know what the word is, Matt, but you know, I'm just like casual, I guess, about, you know, like I don't like anything to be sort of too like hoity toity or, <laughs> you know, like I just like to sort of yeah. get, get in there and do it. And that's what works for me and like suits my style. So, well, I think um, that's it. I think, you know, I guess in a way, what I'm hearing is, perhaps you're looking at avenues for you to fit into a genre of something, which, which you may love or you may not love, or, or do you just keep doing what you, you love doing? You know, if, you know, if you're doing well at it, do you have to fit into that particular genre or that? I, I certainly think you would benefit from, you know, looking at the different types of, of printing. There's, there's certainly some very good printers here in Australia that, mm. you know, print on all those, those really nice, you know, papers and stuff like that. And yeah, you know, yeah, it would yeah. be a cool exercise to look into that and get some of your favorite shots done up as those kind of prints and, and compare them to to other prints and, and yeah, see, see the difference. You know, what difference there is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's but probably again, one of those, um, sorry, let me interrupt you. It's probably one of those things where you see it and then you're sold. Like um, yeah. an analogy I can make is like, um, if you buy like, I don't know, like I always used to just buy like cheap, like the cheap butter and then I bought like Lurpak butter one time. You have a cheap toilet roll. <laughs> well, I'd probably same analogy can be made for that too. And then I like I bought like the more expensive butter and I was like, oh, it's delicious. So then yeah. I'm like, oh, I have to have that now. But if I hadn't yeah. tried it, I would have been fine with the other thing. So it's kind yeah. of like it's probably like that. It's probably like seeing the the fine art one would make you be like, oh, wow, you know, yeah. so I really want this and you know. It's a bit like that saying, you know, life, life's too short for drinking cheap, to drink cheap wine or something like that, the yes. saying is, you know. Yes, yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah, mm. definitely. So it's kind of like that. But, yeah, I've been thinking about it as well because um, I, the, like close by to me, about five minutes away, there's a vintage, um, mm. like or sec- secondhand, I'd probably call it more a secondhand shop. Yeah. That's um, just opened by these like two girls and I have a bunch of clothes because I used to have like a Depop shop oh, yeah, yeah, selling yeah. like you know vintagey kind of clothes and stuff so i love i'm like i said this to you the other day when you talk about how you need to shift some cameras yeah get you know i know i need some camera make some room and i'm like that with clothes it's just so yeah. many so um so i used to do that before i was before i um fell pregnant and then it became too much so i stopped doing it so i thought i need to get rid of these and i went in to this shop and the lady said oh, i'm happy to take like heaps of this stuff on consignment so oh, excellent i was like awesome that's really cool and she so you was, get the money when they sell it yeah, you get like half. And I thought, oh, yep. this is this is awesome. You know, suits me. I don't have to do anything. Like on, yeah, D- yeah. on Depop, you've got to kind of be involved. Yeah. So she, um, yeah, and she was really nice. Then we started talking and um, I love how like one thing can lead to another. And she, I followed her on Instagram. She followed me and she looked at my print shop on Darkroom and she mm. messaged me and she was like, oh my God, your photos are amazing. It was the black and white ones. And I was yeah. like, oh, thanks. You know, it's always nice yeah. to hear. Um, and I said, I normally shoot color, but she was like, I love these like black and white yeah, ones. Yeah. And she said, would you do you want to sell them in the shop? And I was awesome. like, oh, like, so I went into with clothes, never thinking like I'm not a person that would take my photography into like a yeah, shop yeah. and think that people would want to, I've yeah, never viewed it. my photography like that sort of way. So yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like really surprised and I thought, oh, that's really cool. So I've got yeah. some frames from um, the op shop that me and my mom are painting, like rubbing down and painting. Yep. And then my dad is really handy. So he's making some frames as well. Awesome. Um, I'm going to, yeah. So I'm, working out printing how to print how do I print my photos like what's yeah. the most economical way to do it but I still want it to be good quality yeah what are people going to buy like what do people like because are people going to buy them from a I think what a photographer would buy and what a non-photographer person that just yeah, wanted something on their wall it's totally that's different right. so yeah. yeah so that's been really interesting too to look at things and mm. be like what you know what what will people sort of gravitate towards yeah. um 
So it's really exciting. Yeah. Excellent. That's great news. It, it could be like it to me that the 80 20 rule sort of comes into it or is it the 20 80 rule or the 80 20 rule but i sell um i sell my digital photos as stock you know, stock mm-hmm. for photos yep and out of all the photos i ever load you know i ever upload only about 20 percent ever sell yeah. and they make up you know and, and there's a certain few that make up 80 percent of the money and you, you're always surprised you, you upload a photo and you think oh this one's going to sell for sure this is a great shot of this yeah. that, or the other it never sells or it might sell one and then other photos, you think, oh, that'll never sell. I'll, I'll just upload that because yeah. it'll, it'll sell a million times. Like, so yep. it's it's a weird thing. Like it, trying to anticipate what people are going to like and what people don't like, and anticipate that demand. Mm-hmm. It, it's really try, you know, suck it and see, as they say. Just yes. put it out there and see yep. what it's like. And you yeah. got to just throw throw it at the wall and see what sticks, what sticks? or whatever. Well, I don't what know how, an, many, how many more sayings we can come <laughs> up with here for this one. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's it's the same with the with the dark room because I change it every month. So I'm like, mm. okay. I have a theme yeah. and the, like this month was, was red and yep. um, I have a lot of photos. So I was like, okay, I've got to cut this down a bit. And um, there was one, I was doing it with Lux cause he always helps me. Yeah. And there was one of a trolley and um, yeah. there was some red in the image and yeah. um, I love that image. And he was yeah. like, are people like, is anyone really going to want to buy a, hang, like, of a, a picture of a trolley, like on their wall? Like he was like, really? And I yeah. was like, well, I can think of two people that probably would. Yeah. And um, I put it in the description of the photo actually um, is photo dudens like oh, yeah. Joseph loves the trolley and Fox fins like yeah. M- Melissa loves the trolley. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they don't have to buy it, but I was like your trolley yeah. kind of people. So yeah. I'm sure there's more of you out there. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that one goes. Um, it hasn't sold yet. Some of the other ones uh, that are a bit more like aesthetic, commercially yes um, appealing yeah yeah, yeah yeah but we'll see what's um, funny yeah, it's interesting it's funny how you get that in your mind because i was up when i was, when I was up at nursa actually I was, up at, I was up at maruchidor okay. and i got a coffee in the morning i just snapped these beautiful photos of my contacts t3 that i feature in my fourth video um oh. adox color mission on point and shoots yes. but i went to this cafe and these beautiful ferns and the beautiful light coming through so i just snapped these three photos and i walked around the corner on the way back to where we were staying and there was just like in front of this shop in the sun there was just these Someone had just dumped fish and chips there the night before. So there's all these chips everywhere. Oh, my God, fish and chip. yeah. And so I took a photo and uh, I put up an Instagram story and I said to Matthew, Matthew Joseph, photo dudes, I said, saw this and thought of you. And so he, he thought that was hilarious. <laughs> he thought that was hilarious. I said, That's, it's exactly the kind of thing you'd take a photo would, of yeah. on film. Yep. Fish and chips just chucked all over the, the pavement, you know. Yeah, 100%. So, so, that's so yeah. him. I see things yeah. a lot actually and think of him like, like mm. photography-wise. Like, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, that's a real him scene. And, yeah, it's good to have a, a you know, distinguishable style like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. awesome. Okay, well, thank you for answering my question. We will be taking listener questions in the future of this. So, um, yeah, this is going to be a monthly catch up YouTube podcast with us and we'll be taking listener questions. So I'll probably um, pop something on YouTube for people to comment on and then we'll awesome. both put it up on Instagram as well on our stories. So people can yep. send in if you want help or advice, we can help you out there. Or if you just have a question for one of us, we'll try and help you anyway. <laughs> I heard that you're an expert on depth of field preview. Oh God. <laughs> Any technical questions will be going straight over to Matlow's cameras. That, that was actually a joke because when we were planning this, I had mentioned that on our dream of cameras, their depth of field preview discussion about that had got a lot of mileage. And I didn't mean for it to be a discussion topic for us because our dream of cameras have already done it. But I think uh, I didn't present, I wasn't very articulate. And I think Lucy Lumen thought that I'd be coming on and going, well, I'd like to use my depth of depth field, field preview. preview. Oh, yeah. 
I was like, Matt, like, so, no, that is. I think not I was about be... to be canned from the podcast yeah. from the YouTube, I was like, wasn't I? I'm gonna find someone else. No, <laughs> no. Um, no, that was funny. And then right after you said that, I was we were walking around taking photos, and Lux was like talking about the depth of field preview on on some camera, and I was like, oh, I just I just walked away. I was like, I'm yeah. walking. I'm just walking say don't, away. just don't. Yeah, just don't, don't talk even. To me. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I have very niche interests in photography and they're not those ones. Yeah. Um, yes, no, but I'm glad that we are. I'm glad that we're doing this. It's really, yeah. um, it's really nice to be able to chat with you. We chat all the time and yeah, I'm interested to see what people will say and interested to hear the feedback. So yeah, absolutely. definitely comment below. Let us know what you think. Um, if you have any suggestions or things you'd like us to cover, mm -hmm. um, please let us know. Uh, I love engaging with the community and so do you, Matt. So and hopefully in the future we might be able to go live together. This will yes. truly be live, hopefully. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping uh, we've got this new setup here um, in the studio and I'm going to do some live streams on my channel, but YouTube are going to be bringing out this new thing called Go Live Together. So two channels can go live together yeah um and which is really exciting because then you can be on your channel i can be on my channel mm. and um yeah that's like that'll be really cool and then we can kind of interact with people as we're going so we can just mm. be chatting and the comments can be popping up need to ask uh hashem how that works because i tried to do it last night we did a little dummy run so i was in yeah, yeah. and lux went into the bedroom and then he was like commenting like he was you know yeah, tapping, yeah. uh and it was coming up but i was sort of struggling to navigate it all so i'll have to yeah. do little bit more research and i'll um definitely be um hitting up Hashem for some awesome. tips on how to do that but that will be yeah really cool and then we can maybe do it more than once a month or we'll see yeah. see um see how it goes and see what the response is for sure um yeah so we have a quick fire round and yep. i think we're going to alternate that each episode so i'm yep. going to quick fire you and then next uh month it'll be switched around You're fired you're fired uh, yes, and i'm going to try my best <laughs> I'm going to try my best to answer quickly because when I do these in my podcast, I hate when people, I don't hate when people, but I, it annoys <laughs> yeah. me when people take a long time I know and, they, and they talk it through. Mm, um, you're like, you got to go, go, go. Like the pressure's on. Yeah. But then I think uh, when you did yeah. it to me, I took a long time. So yeah, I, I, I know. Yeah. And I yeah, say okay. that. And then when I go on someone's, I, I do the same thing. Yeah. And also on my podcast, when I ask people them, I insist on answering them as well. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not supposed to be about me. It's supposed to be about you. So Yours go for about half an hour. Oh, yeah, I know. It ends up turning into this, like, bloated thing. It's so hard. With, like, I think it's really hard to make something, you know. But anyway. Okay. A quick fire. So um, Cine Still 400D or Cine Still 800T now that you've I've, shot. I've never shot a good roll of 800T. Probably my fault. So I'll go 400. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, modern or Retro. Um, it depends. Talking houses, I'll go modern, but otherwise I'll go retro. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a really good answer because you can always get retro things to put in your house. That's correct. But if you've got like yeah. an old, like I've lived in heaps of like old houses in Melbourne yeah. and they look really cool. Like I love like wallpaper and like all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But then you live in it and it's dusty and it's yeah, yeah. everything's going wrong. It's just a nightmare. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Fortnite or Mario Kart or like any of those. Oh, I, look, I, I love a bit of Mario, but I've got to go Fortnite. Really? You choose yeah, that over? I mean, I've never absolutely. played Fortnite, so I don't know, but... I always play, my son's got over a hundred, there's a thing called a skin. You play as a character, like a character, it could be a girl or a boy or an animal. And yep. I always play as the same skin all the time. It's a monkey. It's a, like a sock monkey. Okay. And I'm very excited because they just brought out a new oh, wow. style. So I got this for free. It's a new style to my monkey. He's got like a, you know, the fair isle jumpers. Have you heard of a fair isle jumper? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. it's a sock monkey in a fair isle jumper. That's it. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why. So um, uh, yeah, Fortnite. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it's so weird to me. Like uh, our friends, like their kids play it and they were yeah. talking about it like a, 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 quite a while ago now. And I was just like, what? And they were trying to explain it to me and they were getting really annoyed because I didn't know what they were talking yeah. about. So, you basically um, land on an island yeah. and you try and kill each other and the last person on the island alive wins. That's it. Um, okay. But my son, is he's super into it. And like he said to me, Dad, what time is what time is 4, 4 p.m. ET? And I'm like, well, ET, I think that's like New York, man. Like 4 p.m. Mm. We worked it out. 6 a.m. And so we had to, we worked out, we had to get up at 5.30 on a Sunday for this live event. Yeah, yeah, so that's, you were that's saying, how much. Yeah. And I said to him, oh, did you think it was worth getting up at 5.30? I went, oh, yeah, it was brilliant. And I'm like, it wasn't that good. It was a bit crappy, Aww. if you ask me. But but he enjoyed it. So that yeah, made it all yeah, worthwhile. That's, that's nice for you. Yeah. And yeah. it's nice for you guys to do that together. Together. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, that you're not being resistant. You're like, oh, yeah, you enjoy this. So yeah. um, it sounds like you enjoy it too now. So um, uh, yeah, I'm a, I would definitely. I like Mario Kart. That's probably one yeah. of the only things I can play. And we got yeah. the new Switch Sports. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is really cool, really good. Yeah. And I like, I was like, that. oh, I don't really want to play. And then I got so into the what tennis. What sports are on there? Oh, tennis. Like tennis, uh, bowling. Oh, it's like the old Wii volleyball. Sports. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like similar yeah, yeah. to Wii Sports. Yeah. Updated. But I just got like flogged in every, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because Lux is really good at sport. And yeah. like played a lot of sports when he was young, so he's yeah. really good. He's really coordinated. You're unco. Oh, I'm so unco. And I was right up to the TV. He was like, "Yeah, you're like gonna hit the TV because I was trying to get the ball like mm. in the TV." It just, yeah, no, yeah. terrible, terrible. Um, Must have buy that. Yeah, no, it's really fun though. Definitely fun. Um, documentary or movie, like fe- feature movie. Oh, I like both, but I'll go movie. Yeah, I think I'd probably go movie too because you don't always feel like a documentary. Uh, but I do like documentaries as well. Mm. See, I'm answering. I'm, I'm answering. Well. <laughs> That's all right. Um, I have this. This is one of my. This is not a quick fire question, and I don't know why I put it here. I'm going to tease it, and we'll talk about it in the next episode of Analog yep. Hour. Um, it's which is your favorite Canon point and shoot, which I feel like is a huge question, and mm. I actually have all of my yeah. Canon, um, like all my Canon point and shoots lined up here. I got a couple of here within reach. Like, you know. Mm. Um, so I think we should save that for next time. Another one here. I got three, at least three right yeah, here. Yeah. I've got um I've got six. So wow. quite yeah, quite a few. Um and I have lots to say about that. So we'll save that for next time. You can sure. you can think about that one. Actually, I've got one coming soon. I've got a new okay. video coming out soon called my wife just recently went back to the UK, as you know, yes, and yep. uh, when she was over there, I got her to get me a few cameras and I actually got this one in its nice little pouch here. I haven't used it yet. Very excited to use it. It's the Sure Shot Sleek. So it's like a Ooh. Mew looking camera. Hold on. Is that? I think it's also the Prima, Prima uh, 2 or yeah, something. No, it's different to what I... What have you got? What that's I have. a different one, yeah. yeah I've, got, I've had that one. one. Yeah. I had that we, one and sold it. We got this one in... Um, in salvos, it was 50, I think it was fifty five dollars. Wow, I know, which I thought was pretty steep, but it. Um, well, American friends are going oh, fifty five dollars for that. Get that at five dollars at the Goodwill. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, all right. Oh well, I'm I'm Camera- excited to have this Canon. Uh, Canon hmm. Cameras are as I'll touch upon in my upcoming UK pickups video. Mm. Cameras, secondhand cameras in Australia are. Even when you convert them to US dollars or pounds or euros, they're more expensive than other countries. I think we just don't Definitely. have the volume of them here and we have a lot yep. of film photographers. For and sure. so their prices, if, if other photographers came to Australia, they'd probably think our cameras are really expensive. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. And even I think that goes for a lot of things too. Like I don't know how it is now, but um, like my family are from the UK and when I was yeah. there, which it was, you know, over 10 years ago now, but 
when I was going into the charity shops, like everything was so cheap, like yeah. 50p or, yeah. you know, like really cheap. And I was finding all these cool things and all these cool, like, you know, what I would consider like, you know, retro kitchenware or all this yeah. other stuff. But it's because there's so much more there. Whereas yeah. here we don't have, you know, we don't have the, the population and the stuff. So and things, spread out more the population. Yeah. Mm. So it's harder to find. And um, yeah, that's definitely, uh, mm. definitely the reason for it. Okay, well, yep, definitely we'll talk about the Canon point and shoots next time. Um, C, Fuji C200 or Kodak Color Plus 200? Which do you um, I've, I've shot a, it's funny, I've got this thing in my mind that I don't like Color Plus. And then, funnily mm. enough, when I had a look through the roles of Color Plus, I shot, I actually really like it. So I, I think I would go C200, but I think for some reason I've given Color Plus mm. like a, like a, degrade in my mind but i, yeah, I think okay. that's unfair yeah. yeah yeah okay all right fair enough yeah I, I i love color plus yeah like i was an avid c200 shooter and then it sort of you know it was difficult to find so yeah. i went over to like bought bricks of color plus because it was yeah. cheaper and yeah. just i love like i love color plus so much um, it's hard to find though isn't it at the moment or is it yeah not? yeah no yeah. it's really hard to find yeah i've got like three or four rolls left mm. and I keep checking walk-ins because they sell bricks and yeah. they're just like sold out. So I'm on the yeah. wait list, but yeah. and now it's not as cheap as it used to be. So it's like, yeah. you know, like that was quite an affordable film for Absolutely it was, to yeah. shoot like, and shoot yeah. a lot of. So, um, but anyway, uh, I won't complain. Uh, marketplace or eBay, even though we kind of said before, you're not really you gotta a go eBay. Either. You got to go eBay. eBay. Got to go eBay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for okay. sure. Because anytime you want to, like a lot of the camera models that I want, they're not, that common in Australia. So, for example, mm. uh, a, a camera that I actually featured in my my five Fujifilm cameras, yes. I wish they'd bring back. Yeah, great I video. actually got this. Oh, hang on. It's, it's around the wrong way. Here it is here. <laughs> so, it's actually the oh, Fuji. So cool. uh, yeah. What's it called? Fuji DL200. It's actually a beautiful, beautiful mm. cosmetic condition. It's a really kind it of is, weird camera. Yeah. It's kind of heavy, but you just don't find these in Australia. So, I have to go to eBay all the time to get mm. what I want. Um, yep. So, yeah, I go eBay. Yeah, you, got, love, you know, you got to pay the price. You got to pay the price. Yeah, exactly. And you've got a bit more security with eBay. Yeah, than you if do it with doesn't work, yeah. As well, and the eBay tend to favor the but the, the buyer. buyer. Thought, it's like I that found. weather. It's like that weathermatic. You know, I, I I had a quick look at it and I bought it, and but I never went back to the guy and went, "Hey, mate, this is completely full of corrosion," because mm. I got a I got a job lot of them for a hundred hundred bucks or something, and that was in there. And I thought I got a bargain, but in the yeah. end, I didn't. I yep. ended up selling some of the cameras and making my money back. But in marketplace, it it unless they say in the ad it's fully completely working, you know what recourse do you have? And I'm totally. I, I'm not the kind of person who'd go back and make a fuss necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, yep. so 100%. it's yeah. hard, isn't it? It is hard. I think eBay definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. DIY or outsource? What's DIY mean? Like do it yourself? Yeah. Like do it yourself. Like just generally for things like are you, are you like, I can do that myself. Like I'll fix that or I'll do that or I'll figure out how to do it. Or are you like, I'm going to, I'm going to outsource that and get someone else to do it. A bit of both. Like, so for example, I really enjoy the creative side of making the videos themselves. So I don't, I don't have a, I can't afford and I don't have a crew behind me to do you that. don't have a Lux Lumen behind you. don't have you. a Lux Lumen in my pocket. No, <laughs> definitely not. Um, but certainly things like film development, I'm, I guess I'm kind of time poor and so the time mm -hmm. that I do have, I want to either be out there shooting or creating yep. content about photography. So totally. I just, I can't be bothered with, mm -hmm. I mean, I've got a scanner here that costs a few hundred dollars. Um, so I can't be, you know, I just can't be bothered developing yep. my own film and scanning it. I hate scanning. So oh, I so just rather I. send it to the lab. They do it. They're professionals. They, they do it for a living. They do a oh, great job. I know. So yeah. it's worth the money. 
and they're all set up and they've got a workflow and it just makes sense. It's like more yep. efficient. And then you're supporting. Do the contact sheets. Yes. Yeah. yeah how, how good are the contact sheets from Guy? I don't think I've, I haven't had one before. I'll you have? have to, I'll have to. Uh, oh, I have on, on your, yeah, uh, yeah. when we did Ektar. that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. That was my first, uh, yeah. my first one. Yes. yes. There you go. Yeah, you never forget your first contact sheet. <laughs> um okay all right last one is youtube or podcast but as Uh, a creator i think it's i'm really getting into youtube now i think it's it's easy to show like in the podcast i've become so good at explaining things explaining photos because you have to because Mm. you haven't got the visual aid of showing people and and quite often i'll do a companion page on you know for example when i run these competitions on my podcast i'll have a competition page and say you know you can follow along i'm look at the photos as we go and we'll read them out in the order and then i look at the the analytics of people who've actually watched like i'll get like 400 in the first week i'll get 400 downloads of the podcast yep. i go oh that's great i'm gonna to go to the the web page now there must be like mm. you know at least 150 200 people who've looked at a page and you go on and there's like 60 views of the page yeah so i think a lot of people because they're listening or they're mowing the lawn or they're driving yep. 100%. Like, they can't get the page up so they just listen and they don't necessarily even go to your website to check out the mm-hmm. photos so i think um based on all that I'm really enjoying the. I think I'm. I think I'm actually getting more of my photography out there now with YouTube, because yeah. I don't post to Instagram very often. Yep. And so I feel like I'm more people are seeing my photography now than ever. You know. Totally. I think that's yeah. Totally. That's what I. That's what I feel like with mine. Because I was like, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Like on Instagram, like I used to post, and I had like you know, I don't know two or three hundred followers or something. Not that it yeah, yeah. matters, but you know, it was just felt like it was just going into the abyss and no one's really paying attention to it. And I didn't know what to do with my photography really. And that was my only creative app. Like, you know, I don't, I'm not good at like anything else really. Mm. So yeah, like YouTube, I'm like, cool, I can make this like video and I can share my photos and I can talk about them. So it's not just like the the photograph on its like face value. It's also you explaining why, because there's often so many reasons or there's an emotion or Mm. I don't know, or it didn't work out and you can kind of like say why it didn't or, you know, and you're re- like assessing it as well because you're making the video so it's this whole like process around it and I really yeah. like encourage people to do it even if you only get like a small following because yeah. you will reach people I feel like it's a lot easier to reach people on YouTube mm. than it is on any other platform for sure. photography so in a way I feel like creating a YouTube channel even though it's a lot of work is really the best thing mm. for your photography really and it's the best platform we're always talking about what's the best photo sharing platform? yeah yeah uh, in my but admittedly biased opinion it's it would be youtube and like yeah. look at the comments like your cine still video like people were commenting because those they, they're like amazing like that role was so 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 good and it was so fun reading the comments from everybody and i was thinking oh that must be so good for you because you do podcasts that, that's and nobody that's the weird thing. can comment on a podcast so i'm always yeah. like, wanting someone to dm me because i'm like was it okay yeah like, did, what did you think like that's the I'm weird so thing coming from podcasting to youtube is like some of my videos have had okay, they've had 50, 60 comments, but I guess half of them are my replies. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> so they've yeah. had like 25, 30 comments. That's the, that's the weirdest thing about YouTube is that people mm. comment. And with a podcast, you put a podcast out there and you might get a couple of emails or a couple of DMs or a yeah, couple yeah. of people reply to stories about it. Mm. But that's, you might get a, I might get a dozen per episode maybe. Whereas with the YouTube videos, it's like all these comments and – it, it's it's lovely but it's kind of weird it's kind of oh my gosh people have commented like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's nice it's really nice to have that like engagement um yeah people are very inclined mm. to do that like on there like you know like it's it's built for that so yeah i think it's really good and you can build a a really nice community like on there which yeah. i'm sure you will do and you'll continue to do so 
um, yeah, I'm really glad that you've like had a good experience um, with, I, so, for some reason, I feel like YouTube is my like responsibility for like everyone to love, love YouTube or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel very like close to it as a, yeah. as a, yeah. as a platform more than anything else. Cause it's offered me so much. So mm. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm excited for your quick fire round. Yeah next time um and we've yeah, got the camera fair next month hey yes yeah we do yeah yeah camera fair next month um third of july july third of july yes yep we do yeah and we've got i've got quite a few podcast interviews lined up um and i think we're we're both going on classic camera revival <clears throat> yeah pretty soon i think well. bill wanted to do that on the third of july which is the, the same morning of the camera fair yeah and i think they're gonna bill's gonna come back bill smith's gonna come back with a, a new date yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. It'd be fun to chat with um with those guys. And yeah, we've both got like yeah, so so much coming up. So watch these spaces. And um yeah, where can everybody find you, Matt, in case they don't know by now? Well, if you search in Matt Loves Cameras in YouTube or go to youtube.com youtube.com forward slash Matt Loves Cameras. I'm sorry, my, my, my throat is getting... Oh, you got a, fro- you got a frog It's getting froggier well, it's getting Kermit. Kermit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> youtube.com forward slash Matt Loves Cameras. Yeah, nice one. Awesome. And I will link everything um, below in the description box of um, like everything that you do and our Instagrams and stuff so people can jump over and say hello. Definitely check out Matt's uh, videos and don't forget to like and subscribe. Give him a comment because it's so nice for um, him to get that kind of engagement on YouTube. So, yeah. And if you want to see Cine Still 400D in action because there aren't really many videos and the no. few videos I've seen are like, the bigger names yeah. who, who have been given the film, which is fine. Like, that's fine. But it's nice to see, um, you know, it just in the wild. Somebody and those, those push shots, it. shot at ISO 1600, push two stops look fantastic. I, I like them more than the box speed shots. Okay. And that video is out now as well? Video is out. Yeah. I scheduled oh, it last okay. night for this morning. So it's out already. Yeah. Perfect. I haven't watched that yet, so I'm gonna go. I'll probably watch well, you're it. Slacking. You're slacking. I know, I know. Well, I was busy. I was like getting ready for this because normally with the podcast, I'm in my like pajamas because yeah. there's no video. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh god, I've got to, I've got to get ready. Yeah. Um, and we've got this XT4 set up and stuff. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's good. But I'll definitely be watching that tonight, and I'll awesome. be I'll be commenting. You'll have a comment from Lucy Lemon. Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Matt for joining me on the pilot episode you, of yeah. uh, analog analog hour and um we'll see you guys all next time absolutely okay bye right, take care see you man